Welcome to the Nick Fong Podcast. As the broker and owner of Ronaval Real Estate, Nick has spent nearly 20 years in Baja, California, sir. And in this podcast, he'll be talking everything Baja, from food and culture to real estate and property management. And now, here's your host, Nick Fong. Welcome back to the podcast. We have Javier Madero and Greg Willis joining us to talk about a very current topic, which is the RFC requirement. Uh, Javier, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Nick, for having us. Thank you, Greg, for having us. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Javier is our real estate attorney that represents a lot of our clients. And uh, specifically, though, today, we wanted you on the podcast to talk about what's been stirring a lot of interest and curiosity and concern amongst our clients, our sales agent, our staff, which is the government, specifically the CFE, the electricity company requirements for an RFC. Let's start us off, Javier, what is an RFC? Okay, so just a, just as a brief comment, this is actually a very, very, very um, Common topic right now. I actually received a call before getting here about it. But uh, an RFC, it's the equivalent of a tax ID number here in Mexico. Um, all residents of Mexico, or actually all Mexicans, have to have an RFC. Every person over 18. But I mean, I'll get to the specific specifications later. Uh, but in a brief, or as a brief way to concept, or to to give a concept very briefly, it's a tax ID number. Okay, so. What has recently changed um, that has caused so much interest in this topic of the RFC? Okay, so there was a tax reform in 2022 uh, where the tax authorities is requesting or is mandatorily requiring that every people over 18, which is, which is what I was saying um, a, a couple of seconds ago, um, every single person over 18 that is a Mexican citizen must have an RFC. Okay. It doesn't mean that they have to report taxes, but they have to be inscribed within the tax authority as a possible taxpayer. Okay. Okay. But the wording on the law can be a little bit confusing, in which is, I think, what triggered this whole thing um, in regards to like, it says that every citizen or resident when it applies. So meaning that every person over 18 doesn't have to have it, only citizens. And when it comes to residents, um, it, they can have their RFC and they cannot have their RFC. Like it's it's kind of like optional. Okay. Yep. And what has, Greg, because this was weeks ago, um, agents of ours, clients of ours were knocking on our door, um, figuratively speaking, um, asking about this RFC. What has this ripple effect caused? Well, we've had a, obviously a lot of buyers panicking, uh, worried about, well, do I have to have an RFC before I buy a home? Mm -hmm. And if, or I'm in the process of buying a home and I don't have it and I go to try to get my electrical contract at CFE, are they going to allow me to have it? And there's been a lot of conflicting statements and material put out, uh, a lot of rumors, of course, driving everything. So that's what was causing that panic. So we really dug into it and, you know, conferred with a lot of uh, good legal advice uh, and actually went to the CFE themselves as well with some high level of uh, uh, the management and really dug into the details and 
surprisingly find out it's not as complicated as we first thought. And we're getting ready to disseminate information about that to make it easier for everybody to understand, both buyers and sellers, mm -hmm. um, so that they, they understand the process and can deal with it once they buy a home. But uh, as Javier will explain, the requirements are much different from what we first expected. Okay. Javier, so what are the requirements? Okay. So uh, commonly, or putting it very briefly, that the law says that you have to provide a tax ID number, it does, like for buyers and sellers. So if you're buying a property in Mexico, you have to provide a tax ID number, either if it's a Mexican tax ID number, which is the RFC, mm -hmm. or a tax ID number from your place of origin. If you're from the States, of course, that would be your social security number. Or if you're buying through a corporation, it could be your employer identification number. Yeah. Um, but the law actually says, like, when it applies, you have to provide your RFC number. So if you have it, you do have to provide your RFC number. But if you don't have it, it's not mandatory. So okay. you won't be needing it to buy a place or nor to sell a place. Okay. Yeah, correct. So that's buying and selling a property. But our... Clients that are buying properties, a uh, week, two weeks after buying, they're looking to transfer their CFE, their electrical contract, into their name. And CFE was saying what, Greg? Well, initially, even a lot of the people at the CFE at the front desk didn't really understand the, the details of the law. And we're still requiring or saying that everybody was required to have an RFC. Um, but now it's starting to change and CFE even put out a notification to everybody in, in, in their uh, email that specifically shows uh, the cases where if you're a foreigner and you don't have, uh, you know, you're not a Mexican in residence in Mexico, if you're a temporary resident or a permanent resident or a resident primarily of another country, you can use the um, exceptions to that rule which only require that, you know, you provide an ID showing that you have a uh, residence in another country um, and your passport and a few other documents. And there's, they can also go in themselves or have somebody else go in for them if they provide a letter of authorization. Now, that's something that uh, Javier's uh, legal group does as well. Mm -hmm. They have uh, stores, they call them, to mm -hmm. be able to go in and take care of that. And so the process looks like right now it's going to be pretty easy as more clarification comes out. It will be, I don't think there'll be any real issues doing it for most people. Okay. It's going to and, be a pretty smooth process. And Hestores is kind of like a facilitator and exactly. expediter right? exactly. for certain processes that yeah. can be a little confusing for the, the American Canadian client of ours. Right. I mean, I put the, I put myself in their positions. If I was buying in the States or in Canada, I would probably be requesting help as well. Yeah. Hey, thanks for being a part of the Nick Fong podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest updates. And if you're watching this on our social channels, please like and share. And if you want to be featured or you want me to talk on a certain topic, food, activities, culture, real estate in the Baja, drop a comment. But uh, I do have to add that um, C uh, the CFE, which is the electric company in Mexico, is regulated at the end of the day by a federal law. It's a company owned by the state of Mexico or the federal state of Mexico, meaning that every single requirement that they ask people for, it has to be in the law. So mm -hmm. 
when they started to ask about their when they're starting to when they started to ask about their RFCs, that requirement specifically is not in the law. And what it says is very similar as what the tax law says when it applies. So that wording is very uh, commonly mistaken okay. by mandatory. Okay. So yeah. So if someone is going in on their own, so one of two options, use mm -hmm. a HESTOR or go in on your own. If someone's going in on their own, what do they need to be armed with? Aside from that passport ID documentation, you, is it readily we, available, the list? Or? Yeah, the, the, we have a list that we're going to actually publish and send out to all of our clients. So okay. it's easy to figure out. It's, it's like five things, you know, the passport, uh, migration form, like your tourist card or your permanent or temporary resident permit, email address, phone number, okay. and an address of where the property is located or a little map, whatever. And the only thing really different is if you go do it yourself is the letter that you would provide. Uh, when you go in there to process it mm -hmm. and you need to tell them that if you're not going to use an RFC, it's because you don't require a factura for payment of your electrical services. That's it. If you don't require that factura, then you don't need an RFC. And that's regardless of, you know, if you're a temporary permanent resident or just a, you know, somebody, a foreigner has just come in on a tourist visa and bought a property. Yet 99.9% .9 of our clients will not require a factura. The yep. only time someone needs a factura is when it's a Mexican corporation, right. they're running it as a business, they need the tax write-off. And so I would say if you don't have an RFC based on what you both are reporting, then we don't need to worry about getting an exactly. RFC. Am I correct? Yeah, you're correct. Assumption? Correct. It's not a mandatory, um, it's not a mandatory item that you have to have in place. Correct. Now that could change, yeah, right? But as change. it is now June, 2022, mm -hmm. it is not a requirement. It is if you have the RFC, then you must provide it. Right. Correct. And I don't think it's going to change anytime soon, to be honest with you, because as I said, it's a federal law. So mm -hmm. in, in the event of having a change within the law, it has to pass a bill, like in the United States or in Canada, it has to go through Congress and yeah. stuff like that. So it would take a long time. It's like the law that I've been hearing about doing away with the fide commiso. Yeah. I heard about that the whole time I've been here and it gets so far in through the Congress, but then it gets squashed by the House of Representatives or the, the, the Senate. Senate. Correct. Um, and it's, it's, it's a process. Yeah, absolutely. So the only other difference would be is if you have a HESTOR facilitator take your uh, all your documentation into the CFE, the only difference in the documentation required is the letter itself okay. because it gives the facilitator, the HESTOR, the permission to do everything. And at the bottom of the letter, it also says they don't require an RFC, that the, the client doesn't mm -hmm. require an RFC as part of getting their CFE without the RFC. What they do is they provide a generic RFC it's like a XXI, right. XXO, 101 number yeah. that they can use in place of an RFC. Oh, we have a special guest in the podcast. Oh, oh, hey. <laughs> Wait, we're the special guest, Sergio. Say hi to the cameras. How are you, everyone? You're By the next. way, do you have your RFC? I already have my RFC. I did all the process and the set, so I should do it. All right. All right. He's on the next podcast, so we'll see you in a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for stopping. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> well, we were wrapping up anyways. Um, you know, 
I think this is great. I mean, Javier, you being an attorney, I think you should be on the podcast more often when these kind of topics come up, whether it's an RFC or it is special requirements for foreign ownership. So I welcome you to come back. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime uh, I'll be here. Definitely. It's my pleasure. Any other lasting thoughts about the RFC topic? Well, the only other issue that we encounter sometimes are when the uh, buyer takes time getting their CFE contract done, whether it's through themselves or a, a HESTOR facilitator, uh, sometimes the sellers worry about keeping it in their name mm. for a while. But in actuality, for most sellers, it really doesn't affect them because if they leave, it, leave the contract in their name until the buyer switches it over to theirs, um, all the CFE is going to do, they're not going to come after the sellers. They're just going to shut off the electricity and the new buyer won't have electricity until they do it. Right. So um, that's one less problem we have to worry about. It would only be in the case where a seller has two properties. Yep. That would be an issue because then the CFE would put that bill on their other account. But that's pretty rare. That's yeah, pretty it's rare. very rare. I know being American, you, Greg, also... Um, electricity bills are tied to your credit report. Mm -hmm. And so when you leave it in your name, even if you've sold the property right. and ultimately come back to you and haunt you, yeah. you're like, what's this unpaid bill? It's affecting my 800 credit score. I'm now a yeah. 500. So I, I totally get where our clients get concerned, but in Mexico, things like this are different. Yeah. They just turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have any electricity. So. And put the red tag on it. Yep. Meters. Put the red tag on it. Yeah. Um, okay, well, until the next one, bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Nick Fong Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Ronaval Real Estate. And follow Nick on Instagram at nickfong underscore Ronaval. Ready to find your Baja dream home? Check out the latest property listings at ronaval.com or findmexicohouses.com. Hasta luego.